On the VL Podcast, Episode 5, Why We Didn't Wait, Part 1. Hello, guys. Welcome back to On the VL Podcast. This is Mariah speaking. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, I'm going to let my uh, sisters introduce themselves. Take away Maddie. What's up, y'all? It's Madison here. Um, we are about to do part five. Or not part five, LOL. Podcast five. <laughs> and, and we have some amazing guests here. But before we get to them, go ahead, sis. Introduce yourself. Uh, you already know who it is. <laughs> it's Tammy. You know. You already know. Um, super excited because our guests are fire. And we can't wait for y'all to just get to know them, you know? Um, and hear all about them because they're awesome. All right? Right. So, like we mentioned, we have some three amazing guests. And if you have not looked at our blog, um, I encourage you to do so. You can see their pictures and um, their own responses. But I'm going to have them introduce themselves. But first, we have Jalen. Awesome, Jalen. Woo! Yeah. Woo-woo! Tell us about yourself, Jalen. Oh, thank you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I just recently got back from the military. Um, I'm a construction in the military, so I do a bunch of building and everything. So if somebody ever needs like a house built, let me know. Yeah, house built. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you for later. free. <laughs> but um, in my free time, I draw, I dance, and I do graphic designs on T-shirts and such. So if somebody ever wanted a T-shirt, I could do that too. But as of right now, at this day in my life, I'm kind of just chilling. It'd be so. like that. <laughs> well, nice to meet you, Jalen. All right. So our next guest is Miss Alexa. Take it away. Introduce yourself, Miss Alexa. Woo! Woo! <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm Alexa. I am a junior at the University of Georgia. I'm majoring in management information systems and minoring in communications. And I'm from Iowa, actually, but I ended up in Georgia because I was recruited to their the University of Georgia's gymnastics team. So I competed on their team for a year, and then I medically retired. So now I'm kind of just living my life and speaking on podcasts. <laughs> all righty, all righty, Miss Gymnast. And our last guest is Mr. Michael. Um, please introduce yourself. Okay, so if you read a podcast, I am the 30-second guy. You know, boom, you know what that means. Um, um, so I'm a former I'm a former track athlete for the University of Georgia. I graduated with a sociology degree and I'm from Bridgetown Barbados. So that's a little bit about myself. Thank you, Michael. thank you, thirty second guy. <laughs> Don't do that. Hey, um, but thank you all for um, being on this podcast. We are so excited to um, have this conversation, and we just want to thank you as, um, from the beginning, based off your blog responses, your vulnerability. I know it's a lot. It takes a lot of courage to do that, especially being on a podcast. But we didn't want to um, not use this time to say thank you and how much we appreciate. Um, y'all dedicating your time on this Friday night. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But let's get started with our little deep combo. So, 
my first question for you guys is how did y'all feel writing the blog? Who do you want to start with? I guess um, Jalen, you want to go first? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was writing the blog, I felt like I was just having to rethink why I didn't wait because I'd never actually really considered why. So writing the blog kind of opened my eyes to a little bit about myself and how I was thinking at a certain point in my life. So it was really, it was real eye opening for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who wants to go next? Michael or Alexa? Um, well, like what Jalen said, um, when I was writing the blog, I, I realized that I never really thought about why not. And as I mentioned in, as I mentioned in the blog, it was, it was more a question of like, when, you know, like there was just this, there was just this anxiety to like get it done. Um, however, while writing the blog, I realized like through my experiences of talking about my experience so often, so it's kind of fun to just sit down and like recap on the situation and to just ask my, express myself in a different way rather than just like talking about it. So it was pretty cool. I quite enjoyed it. Good. Yeah, good. Good. And Alexa? Um, kind of similar to what they said. I think it was, it was very like reflective for me. Um, this is something that I've definitely thought on on the past and um, you know, sex has been um, kind of a big part of my life in the past year. Um, and so I think, you know, for me, it was more reflective and a little bit um, nostalgic, just like flashing back to freshman year and all of the new experiences. And I think it was also a little bit like exciting, too, because uh, just a thought that someone, you know, could read it and hopefully helped and encouraged by it uh, yeah that's good that's good yeah so based on what y'all said what would you say is the most challenging part of writing this blog any order i guess <laughs> um in terms of challenging it was how to express what was going on before being vulgar you know what i mean like there is mm-hmm. there's a way you express your emotions when you're talking and there's facial facial expressions and hand movements and so on and so forth that like you can get across. But then you're writing your blog kind of recreate that experience and it's like, mm, I can't say this or maybe this might be taken this way. So that was the most difficult part. Um, kind of along the lines of what Michael said, same, it's kind of hard for me. It was kind of hard to figure out how to express how I was feeling or what I was thinking into words, given that I had not really, I hadn't really thought about it. So what challenged me was trying to recall how I felt in that time I was going through while trying to write it, figure out the words to use or figure out what kind of syntax to, <laughs> to make sure that it could um, relate to somebody else. Right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, I would, I would say kind of similar again to both of theirs, um, but more so, I'm 
in a relationship right now, and the person that I'm dating is um, an extremely private person. And so I think, um, again, just kind of knowing boundaries and knowing how much, like, I wanted to share because if someone is reading this and they know that we're dating, um, you know, it, it wouldn't it'd be easy to make connections, I guess. And so, yeah, I think I think the most hardest thing was just um, placing those boundaries. Yeah, we appreciate, again, all you guys being transparent yeah. and, like, you know, sharing what your experiences were. For and, sure. And, like, sure. Yeah. the most, I guess, open way you can. Yeah. Because y'all really came with, like, your heart. And I think it's going to be when people read that and they see that and they're going to be like, wow, you know, I'm not alone in this. Because there's a lot of people who struggle with the fact that maybe they weren't ready or they were they felt like it was just like I just need to just go ahead and get it done or just a lot of factors that play into just the whole obviously sex thing so I think that having such different um experiences written out and I think it's going to offer people opportunity to really just be like okay I'm not alone in this there's people who've been through this and you know encourage them maybe but yeah so the next question is why didn't you wait yeah, that deep question. Right? <laughs> it's a deep one. So, we honestly, think up. about it a little bit. Because it's a deep one. Y'all just mm-hmm. jump in right there. <laughs> hey, why not? <laughs> um, Why not? Why not? Why, why not? <laughs> I mean, what's done is done, you know what I mean? So, you really can't go back. But, as I said in the book, like, when, when I was thinking about a question, I just realized that that idea of waiting was never really there it was always just this idea of when you know mm, everyone, yeah everyone around you is doing it like everyone i look up to is doing it. you know what i mean the people i respect the most is doing it every day i'm seeing it so it was just yeah. more like well i mean as was happening this is normal so then am i going to get my shot in the sense you know do what i gotta do so when that finally came around things happened Boom. You know, that's it. Yeah. So, for the most part, I could I can honestly say I never really considered it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of just to piggyback off what Michael said. Um, never really considered it. Is more of a factor of like when. Uh, for me, it was just like everybody's. It's going on with everybody around me. People talk about it. You hear it left and right, and it just kind of sticks in your head. So at one, at some point for me, it was just like, um, back then I saw it as like an initiation or like rite of passage type of thing. So it's just like, okay, uh, in order to like get to where I want to go, this has to happen. So I just kind of made it happen. So yeah, for me it was just. A form of, I want to say, I guess getting to where I wanted to get or what I thought I wanted to be instead of, like, what I actually wanted. So, for me, it was just kind of, like, like I said, a rite of passage type of thing. That's how I thought about it back then. Um, For me, I don't know if y'all have are going to read my blog post, but I kind of just touch on how growing up, I wasn't super religious. And so I really didn't know the why behind waiting. 
I just knew the what. I knew that you were supposed to wait to have sex until marriage, and that was kind of the end of it. Um, And so when I came to college, I didn't necessarily surround myself with um, a bunch of Christians. It was kind of mostly athletes, to be honest. And so all of my friends were doing it, and it was something that was just normalized, kind of like we see in society. It's extremely normalized. You know, there's it's not really thought of as anything bad. And so when that time came, um, it wasn't really something that I thought about super hard. It was just uh, like another milestone. Like, oh, I'm coming to college and this is just another first. Um, And so, yeah, I think for me, I just, I didn't really know the why behind it. And so there was, to me, there was no reason to necessarily, um, avoid having sex before marriage if I didn't know the why. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy though. Mm-hmm. I grew up I grew up in church also and we 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 did hear like, you know, wait until marriage and stuff like that. But I think what you said is very like important because you know, you go to church and you hear it and you know it makes some kind of sense, but then they come home and you're seeing something else. So like I don't know if I can call it necessarily a conflict, but like I do know like I couldn't necessarily, it didn't weigh the same because the people around me didn't necessarily have the same belief. Yeah. Like, that was definitely something that really, like, like, really, like, stood up on what you said just now. Hmm. Um, I've been hearing yeah. that, like, y'all were saying that most of it was more of a rite of passage or, like, you heard certain things and you knew, like, um, like, Alexa, you said you knew the what behind it, behind waiting, but not really the why. And I'm just curious, like, if you did have a why, would that have changed or impacted your decision? Honestly, I don't think, I don't think it would have for me because, um, I mean, because even with knowing the what, um, because just like them, I also grew up in a Christian household, being told the why and everything and knowing, knowing why, but even even with knowing why or for the what you're still gonna do what you do because at the end of the day it's your it's gonna be your choice Mm -hmm. so even after knowing why i still did it so uh (laughs) it's it's a it's your choice at the end of the day and if you choose to do it that's on you that's all i really have to say about that yeah i feel like mm, i feel like if you had a why a, like a really strong why that made a, made sense to you, it might make it might be more feasible. Because I can say from my personal experience, like I dated someone who was a virgin, and they wanted to wait. You know what I mean? And that why kind of sort of meant a little bit more. Not saying God isn't important. You know what I mean? But like in in the sense, like that made more. That was more like perishable or prominent at that point in time, and it made the process of waiting easier. So. I feel as though if you get a why that like resonates with you, it might actually be easier to do. That's good, yeah. So I have something to add on that. Um, I know Michael was talking about how, you know, it's important for us to know the why, but I think it's equally as important for your partner to know the why uh, because it's really, really hard if, say, I'm trying to... Of stayed from having 
sex and my partner doesn't really care because then it's like I'm trying to drag us along and you know that can cause a lot of problems in a relationship especially with a guy um you know it may lead them to feel insecure because they don't think that um I want to have sex with them or they may get frustrated because you know how guys get (laughs) um so they may you know lash out on you so I think it's equally important for both people to know the why. Yeah, that's really good. Actually, I didn't think about that. Yeah. 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 Um, I was just wondering, wondering, like, what you guys think about the possibility of having multiple wives. Because, like, I feel like as time goes by, you may start moving away from one or the other. You know what I mean? Because, like, one thing might lose value. So, say you, one of your wives is, like, I don't know, your girlfriend. Like, maybe that relationship ends. Do you still not do it? That's a good question. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll go first. It's Mariah. Y'all. <laughs> y'all got lost in the voice. <laughs> um, for me, I realized I didn't, like, recognize that I had multiple wives until, like, probably this year. Until we actually started this blog where I had to, like, sit down and evaluate, like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Because if I don't know why, how can I tell other people why? Right. And... For me as a Christian, like my main, the core of my why is founded on the foundation of my relationship with God. However, I have other different rides, which like equally are as important, but I want to say it's like the central, the root, because you know, there's like an anchor to everything you do and there's something mm-hmm. there. so like a tree, like there's roots mm-hmm. and then there's branches and then there's fruit. And I would say like, this would be more of a branch in my foundation of God my foundation with my relationship with God is the roots, but the branches could be that in my family, there's been a lot of molestation. There's a lot of rape. And for me to show my younger cousins that you can go this life with your choice of whether it's like giving up till you find the one finding, um, until you're married until like there's a three month rule, you have that choice and nobody, um, will be taking it from you and kind of being an example for that. And um, for me also, I'm not really affectionate, like physical affectionate person. So either way, it takes a long time for me to open up that way. And that's another why. Like if I do choose to open up, I want to do somebody that I know I'm committed to and who loves me as much as I love them. So there's, you know how it's like, again, my foundation is because my relationship with God, but there's other stuff that supports my foundation. So I didn't have to show multiple whys. So therefore I feel like you need to still have a foundation so, like you mentioned, the um, if a, you had a partner and that partner that was part of your why, and that relationship didn't work out, and then it loses value, I'll consider that as a branch, but you still need a core foundation. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, this? yeah. So I definitely. Okay. Oh, say, <laughs> go ahead. All right. Um, so I'll just copy her little tree analogy, <laughs> um, <laughs> but my branches look a little different. Um, so. I guess I would say first, um, a part, well, of course, not being their main reason, but on top of that, I'm a very private and personal person. Um, so I don't like to just open myself up like that. Um, unless I really trust the person. Also, um, what I've heard about sex is that, you know, there's soul ties and I want it to be with someone that, I want to be in covenant with for the rest of my life. Um, so that also plays a huge role. And then also, I have a little sister 
who will be 14 on Tuesday, actually. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, and so it's usually important for me to also be a role model for her because in my family, not many people waited. I personally I was born out of wedlock, so I just want to do things differently and kind of set a new standard. Yeah. 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 Definitely agree with all of that. Going off of that, honestly, same with what all of y'all were saying, just because, like, at the core foundation, my why is because of God. My why is because um, I have a relationship with God, and I know that this is something that he not just, like, it's something that, like, yes, like, glorifies God, but also it's, like, for a good reason, like Maddie was saying, things like soul ties exist and things like that, and so um, it's something that's also gonna be that for me my opinion that I know will be better for me in the long run um because I know that whenever I do make that decision to be with that person that I wanted to be this is my forever person and I don't want to I don't want to create you know different baggages before I need that person things that could you know for you know things that could be avoided before I um end up being with my person forever and so yeah at the core foundation it's God because of my relationship with him and then there's like Mariah was saying Mariah was saying there's a lot of branches to that um like I ain't trying to make it too easy for him too I'm like bro you gotta work harder than that like I don't know what you're about to because this was not what you thought it was I'm like I'm not like one of these girls in these streets like you're going to have to work <laughs> it's 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 the work it's the work for me so that's another why I'm like you're gonna work a lot y'all know what you thought it was but it's it's, yeah so that's another thing and there's a lot of other little things like but obviously my core foundation is um, my relationship with God but yeah yeah I think it's definitely a good thing to have multiple whys um but to also like Mariah was saying it's important to have that core foundation because that's really what keeps you going like when you're like "Mm, you know why not just but it's like that you hold on to that and you know there's a big reason for why I'm doing this there's just like a lot that comes along for me like obviously whenever I meet that person it's like I don't have to worry about things that like you know pregnancies and like things like that and also just like I know it's going to be so much sweeter and there's a lot of other factors that go in play but yeah it's just yeah yeah we were going too hard. I was like, this is too it definitely, much. it definitely did ask my question because she brought up a really good point there. Because I think, I think that I have value also, you know what I mean? Like, I feel as though your value isn't necessarily only based around being a virgin. So, in terms yeah. of making people work, wait, wait, and work on it, work for it, like, that's the same thing for me. Like, I think. I'm a pretty good guy. Like, you know what I mean? I think I'm good looking. I don't care. I'm not I got a degree too. Like, I, come on, Mike. Okay. So like when it, when, when it comes down to it, I just really, really don't think like every and anybody should have the opportunity to just, you know, smash and go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like for even, even though I'm not a virgin, there's still like, still levels of respect to yourself and your, yeah, I mean, that you carry yourself, but you're not gonna just let yourself be out there, and that's big for yeah. me. 100%. Jayla, you were very vocal. On that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because I agree with my you can't just even though like I'm not a virgin, there is a certain level of res- like respect that you have to hold for yourself because it's just, yeah, at a certain at a certain point, I'm not a virgin, right? But I'm not <laughs> throwing myself out here like I'm some like. 
piece of meat. Like, out here on display, like, here, <laughs> there's a certain level of respect you have to have for yourself, even though, you know, okay, you didn't choose the weight, you have to respect yourself because of that, too. Right. <clears throat> it works both. Ways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's, um, you also response to Pete another question, and it's kind of referring to what we talked about in our previous podcast about how we felt um, a stigma against virginity and how we felt picked on and ridiculed. Have you ever felt a stigma for not waiting or uh, being ridiculed for not being a virgin? I ain't gonna lie, I could care less. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we'd love to see it no i know I, <laughs> but like i know it's, it's not about necessarily caring but we just you know just wondering like sometimes from our side it seems sometimes we get lost in our point of view yeah. and we never get to factor in on do y'all yeah. get picked on do y'all get really cool even though you may not care because that's you proud y'all don't care <laughs> but it still doesn't take the fact that you know maybe there's some listeners out there who they don't they don't feel like speaking up because they feel like oh virtually Virgins on the line get like stigmatized and ridicule, and our voices don't matter or our experience don't matter. So I was wondering for people who have not like for those who are not virgin anymore or maybe not waiting right now, um, that's your business. But uh, <laughs> have y'all ever like felt that way, any shape or form? Um, honestly, no. But I think that's based off because of how society views sex, uh-huh. and yeah, as society views sex as oh, wow, he, like, they finally did it. Awesome. Like, it's a great mm-hmm. thing to just do this, like, every day. Yeah. Or something like, it's something like that. It's not really, people more so view not doing it as what's wrong with you. So, it's more of a society, uh, what, it's more of an idea society has already placed on it. Mm-hmm. That's going to be, it's really hard to reverse the thinking on that because it's, yeah. it's like, you won something or, you're finally there. It's not really seen as a bad thing. Yeah, I would say I would say for my peers, like growing up, no, there wasn't no like, hey, a lot of like negative stigma around it. I mean, every now and again, you might, you know, somebody might just show a little shade here and there. I would <laughs> say like in the older population, the older community, and where I'm from, there is like a negative conversation around it to be young and not be a virgin. You know what I mean? Like you're a little bit too active. Because even being honest with you, like. Um, my guardian at home, when I sent her my blog post, she was like, I don't want to read that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she doesn't want to read that. Like, I remember finally, like, telling her, like, hey, you know what I mean? I've done what I've done. She was, like, shocked. Like, there is, there is not necessarily, like, they're not going to shun you or anything, but there's still, like, this, like, idea that you're younger, so you tend to try to, like, keep your innocence, especially when you carry yourself in a particular way. Uh, I can... That sort of resonated with me when you mentioned, like, the innocence piece. Uh, And I I talked about this a little bit in my blog post. I think um, a lot of people that know me know, you know, I'm super friendly. Um, I don't know. Some people say I'm a little bit too nice sometimes. And so I think that people view me as um, really innocent and probably not not experiencing um, much in the romantic side of life and so I think when it comes to stigma it hasn't necessarily been um, negative I think I just place it upon myself I think it's more of like a guilt thing than necessarily coming from like external sources it's more of an internal thing Um, 
I just worry about what people might think or how they may react when they find out that I'm not a virgin. And so I think from a society standpoint, I haven't received much negative stigma, but definitely like from within, um, I'm pretty hard on myself about it sometimes. I was, I I would say too, because I I was talking to my wife about this a time back about how it is that there's a stigma around it because I'm not accustomed to people just having to really and truly in a sense announce their sex, their like sexual status, like if they're, they're, they're a virgin or not. So when, when I think about that, that kind of explains why I never had like negative connotations around it because if you didn't know me then you wouldn't know you know so like i i would say that coming here and finding out that like you not being a virgin is such a big deal or you being a virgin is such a big deal like it kind of started puzzling me like it's none of your business at the end of the day like yeah why are you concerned like i'm gonna do what i gotta do you're doing yourself because even if i am having sex you don't know you're not gonna be in the bedroom watching me so like yeah and i think something that's uh really interesting is like among the christian population i feel like people are way more judgmental when it comes to um having sex before marriage but like the ironic thing is a lot of christian couples have sex before marriage and yeah. that's that's real. true that's very true <laughs> That's something that's always kind of, um, I guess, puzzled me because, you know, I might look at a super Christian couple in college and it's like they're having sex. Yeah. And and you really you really don't know. I feel like it, you don't know anymore who's who's really waiting. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, though, what you just said about the fact that there's a lot of Christian couples that have sex before marriage, because, like, that is very much, and not to, like, come up in any type of judgmental way or anything like that, because it's, like, a struggle um, sometimes if you were choosing to wait, but then whatever, whatever. And so, but, yeah, it's definitely a thing, and that's why I think it's so important that we have these conversations and we talk about it from a non-judgmental point of view and to say, hey, we know this is something that you know, sex is a big part of who we are as people. And so to just like have a forum where we're just talking about it and people can, you know, listen, choose, make whatever decision they want to make. Um, I think it, that's just one of the reasons why I just think that this is such a good thing that um, where we've been able to do. But yeah, going off of that, I just want to ask y'all another question. Um, this might be a little deep, but I mean, we've been deep for a while now, so y'all will be okay. Um, <laughs> So do y'all have any regrets or just any downsides that you have experienced? It can be emotional wise, just like, you know, physical wise, any type of way that any type of thing that you've experienced that's kind of come off of the fact that you chose not to wait. Um, any regrets that y'all have, anything like that? Um, I think I could probably speak about this for a while, but <laughs> um <laughs> You know, I think, like I said, I'm in a relationship and um, obviously we've had sex. And I think one of the hardest parts about that, um, the outcome of that, is that I feel guilty sometimes when we do uh, it. Yeah. Yet it's it's so hard to stop. And I uh. I hate saying that because 
Uh, again, that's me being vulnerable. Um, that's not something I'm proud of. Yeah. And so I think that is a huge side effect. Like once you start and you love the person, it's really, really hard to just call it quits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, dealing yeah. with that. And then obviously uh, if your partner knows that you're all, you know, we're both trying to stop again, it's, it can cause some conflict. So I think that's one major yeah. major area that's um, affected. And then also, like you guys mentioned before, like soul ties, that's definitely, definitely a thing. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say two things on the topic. One, one, not necessarily a regret, but more of, something I've noticed, like when you aren't having sex and sex isn't like something you're going for, I tend to realize that relationships are a little bit better, you know, like yeah. conversations and stuff like that, you can connect on a better level. So if I could go back and not have sex on and so forth, maybe like that would have helped me avoid a lot of different things in terms of like losing certain relationships because at some times, you know, I was a little bit like, you know, sex crazy, like, oh, gotta get it. Um, but I would say the biggest thing for me in terms of regret for me specifically in my story is like um biggest regret was like not not managing that situation very well because when it happened as I wrote in my blog post it was kind of sort of like boom 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 and next thing you know I just felt myself being very shut down from a lot of stuff and that had a negative um, impact on the person that I lost my virginity too. So me and that person didn't communicate for a really long time. So that relationship in a sense was dead. And I found myself kind of sort of like soul searching in a sense. Cause I like, as I said, it, it really impacted my pride. So I not having access to that person and being able to talk to them and figure out like, you know, what could I have done better? How do we feel about it? So on and so forth. Like, yeah. I just kind of sort of like, put all that weight on my shoulders like oh you're not good enough you didn't do this you didn't do that you gotta like I started focusing on stuff that didn't even matter because the older I got I realized that like women enjoy different things there's some women that quite like enjoy intimacy like the sex can last an hour it doesn't matter if they don't feel the intimacy you know what I mean versus you might you might find somebody else that's just really into the act of it so if I had had the opportunity to really really like share that experience with someone that would have been around for a much longer time so we can grow together, I think that would have been 10 times better. But then I probably wouldn't be the person I am today too. Yeah. Oh, I have another thing to add before I forget. Um, oh, shoot. I might have already forgotten it. Uh, oh, I think what I was going to um, say, another thing that I struggled with um, while not waiting is comparison. Uh, um, you know, it's it's so easy to just log on to social media and see all of these, you know, especially like Christian couples who are waiting to have sex. And again, it's kind of like that feeling of, shoot, like why didn't I do that? Or why can I do that? And I think that can be a, a huge piece in those who are not waiting. Um, and then for those who are waiting, like, keep that in mind that, you know, it's, it, it's not going to be easy to, 
look to your left or right and see people who are waiting and you wish you would have done the same. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with um, both Alexis and Michael. Um, for me, I wouldn't really say that I have regrets because regretting something means um, I'm regretting the person I am today. Mm. Um, but as far as I, I personally do encourage, if you want to wait, I definitely say wait. In the blog post, I said... Um, me waiting, not waiting, led to um, my whole me as a person changing into something I didn't really see going in the right direction. And my position, it ended up with me now 22 with a child. So just <laughs> this was the I don't want to call it a consequence because childbirth isn't, isn't really a consequence. It's not yeah. something to regret. Um, it happens, and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. But this is, this is the result of my choices for not waiting and continuing down the path that I was on. So God had to put me in check. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so God put me in check. And now I am 22 just got out the military and I have a six month old daughter. So like I said, sex can be a beautiful thing. Um, but on the other hand, you got to realize that it can also lead you down a path that you're probably not going to be ready for. Um, so <laughs> if you choose to go down that path, you need to make sure you're ready because I guarantee you, God will make sure you're ready. <laughs> even when you're not. That's a word. <laughs> Yeah, God has a way of clapping back. He I'll sure does. Right mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. But that's why I definitely encourage waiting and definitely stand by your values, your morals, what you want to do. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. One of the, <laughs> one of the most um, important lessons that. I was taught after, like, I had expressed with my guardian that I was having sex with someone and so forth. She was basically asking me, like, or she basically guided me down the direction of, like, hey, there are repercussions to it. Because I, I think all of us know, like, the whole STD and pregnancy thing. But then she was like, you know, there's financial responsibilities to it. There's psychological mm, responsibilities, yeah. emotional responsibilities, things that I didn't think about, you know what I mean? Like, I just thought, like, oh, you, you get an STD. Or you get you get somebody pregnant, but it's like no, you get somebody pregnant, you gotta pay for yada 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 X Y Z. So you are broke right now. You can't afford this. So instead of going into sex, being worrying about oh, I'm not gonna get her pregnant, it was more like I really can't afford none of this. So maybe I don't want to, you know. Yeah. Uh, also, like, hey, like, yeah. do I really want to have sex with this person? knowing that they might not be necessarily the most stable person. Am I willing to deal with arguments every single day for sex? You know, like, there's a lot of things that, like, made more sense to think about it rather than just being like, well, shoot, pregnancy, STD. Like, there was a lot more on the table than people usually talk about. And Mm -hmm. especially as men, too. Like, men don't really tell you, like, oh, you you hear wrap up, like, wrap up. Oh, yeah, you can be good. Like, no. Those cost money. You know what I mean? Like what happens when what happens when you finally 
You know what I mean? You don't satisfy a girl. Like, as a man, how are you supposed to deal with that? Y'all not telling me how to deal with this. Y'all just telling me wrap up. Like, yeah. what am I supposed to do when, shoot, it's been, it's been what? We're what? In foreplay and I, I'm come to completion. What? You don't tell me how to deal with that. You just talking about wrap up. Like, there's a lot more on the table that we as men have to talk to, like, other men about. Like, hey, bro, like, this is how you get better. This is how you go become a better man. This is how you operate with a woman, so on and so forth, rather than just, hey, shoot, it's a boy that baby, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. And it's just, like, sometimes when a man wants to, like, ask these types of questions or is, like, has these, like, doubts, like, these thoughts, it's just, like, sometimes it's seen as, like, weak. Yeah. yeah. Because you want to ask these questions, because you're curious about it, because you want to get better. Yeah. And, like, I mean, most people most people just want to consider the two things, like Michael said, just the two things, like, oh, STDs and pregnancy. Uh, like you said, nobody really considers, oh, financial, oh, this could affect like my way of thinking. This could affect how I deal with the rest of my life. Cause it could take you down a path where you, your health is in danger. Oh. Your finances are crippling. Your, your life choices are just not what you want them to yeah. be. And you could just be, you could be in debt because, because of, because of sex, because just like alcohol, drugs, anything, it's an addiction that if you don't stop it right right there and you go too far, you're not turning uh-huh. back. <laughs> I think I think most of us may have already experienced it where we have friends that like they start having sex. I know I can speak as as a man, as a new as a track athlete, you have that friend that boom, they finally have sex for the first time. All of a sudden, like, hey bro, you wanna come hang out? No, nah, I'm good. Hey, you wanna go do this? No, nah, I'm good. Like they get consumed with it. Him and old girl, that's all they're doing. They don't care about nothing else. You know what I mean? So then all of a sudden, hey, when they break up, he's not having sex no more. Like, I want to chill with you. Like, you can't kick it with me when you're having sex. Like, bro, like, the only thing you was concerned about at that point in time when I needed you was trying to get, like, you was trying to have some sex. So, like, hey, like, there's a lot of those small things that people don't talk about. Like, yeah. those little, little things that you don't really think about. Like, dudes... Um, like I know people, their diet changed. Like they started thinking about trying to get superfoods and all kind of stuff so that they can have better erections and stuff like that. I'm like, bro, like before this, you wasn't doing all that. You, you know what I mean? You wasn't doing all that. Like you was just out here just kicking it with us, having a good time. All of a sudden, you drinking milk and and Right. We were trying to get you to eat right so you could be some clean type stuff, but you didn't care about that. Now all of a sudden you're having sex, you're out here trying to eat some kale, bro. Like that's not you. Out here playing. Hey, hey, look. Well, I'm asking the boys, hey, you trying to play some video games? Next thing I know, your whole lifetime changed. You stopped went from playing video games. Oh, let me read this this book real quick. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) No, I'm done. You know what I mean? We be on the game. Next thing you know, you tell me, oh, hey, bro, hold up, I'm I'm coming back. I'm I'm dying. You done left me by myself. Yeah, (laughs) I can't. I just want to say 
y'all y'all brought up some points that I never even thought. Mm-hmm. Of. I mean, have y'all thought of those? Honestly, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> never thought of those <laughs> new, pathways, new schemas. New no. <laughs> no, but honestly, like that was so good. And, um, just the the transparency, like the inside. We, I mean, obviously, you know, we're virgins. We have never experienced if we never had this mindset. And so to hear it from both a female and a male perspective, I mean, it's just, it's so impactful yeah. to just see yeah. like what it's like for you guys. And I know you're not like, you know, the spokes people for all non-virgins, but I mean, just to get inside your head a little bit and like, see what yeah. it's like. Right. I mean, we just, thank you all so much, but we just want to ask one more question before Mariah closes this out. Um, so for those of us who want to mm-hmm. wait, um, what advice would you give the virgins who choose to remain celibate? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go. This is... Oh, my God. She's ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready because because after the way I lost my virginity, like, I realized there was some importance to it. So I really started pushing that whole idea, like, hey, bro, if you don't want to, don't do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if you do it, it's cool. But like, if you don't want to, like, it's what's up. I would say, look, straight up, y'all girls, be careful who you tell you're a virgin to. Like, there's some men out there that just want virgins. They will prey on you. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain things, certain things you don't understand about your body yet. You may have an idea, but, like, you you find the right dude doing the right thing, you're going to find yourself doing some freaky stuff. You'd be like, wait, my body never did that before. You know what I mean? Be careful with those kind of people. They, they might say they, they will tell you anything. Like, oh, I love you. Oh, you the one. Oh, all this. Next thing you know, like, boom. They done snatched your popular old cherry and they're gone about their business because that's their mission in life. Like, that's mm. what they want to have that experience. Also, like, yeah. it's, yeah, go ahead. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, one thing, one thing I would have to say is as with every communication is key. So, you need to communicate why you want to wait that you want to wait so and make sure that people aren't just like whoever you're trying to be with isn't just like hearing you but they're listening to like what you have to say because like michael said like there are dudes out here that really just be praying and like scouting for virgins like exclusively and they will go out of their way to try and snatch you up that's it I would say, um, for like y'all especially, I know it's not until marriage, but I think um, I don't want to sound like negative, but when you enter into a relationship, I think that's when I guess like the true test comes in a way. And you know, in regards to that, I think just like remember how far you've come and if you could do it then you can do it now and also just being like they said being open with your partner and making sure that they understand and they value um you know the reason why you want to wait and ideally you know they they have their own values uh similar values so I think yeah just remembering how far you've come and choosing someone who understands or has, you know, the same values themselves. I'm a, I'm a step away from y'all as women too. I don't know if any of your listeners are men, but like, I'm gonna speak to men specifically on this one. Hey bro, 
don't be worried about like what the other fools you with doing. Like everybody is capping, everybody is lying. Like you're gonna have your friends talking about, oh, I got this amount of bodies, I did this, all this. Hey, at the end of the day, it don't matter. I don't <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that don't that don't make you any better than me. So like don't worry, don't worry about that. And then don't don't be out here measuring your junk up to other people too. Like, you know, that's not necessary. Like you can be open, you can have real conversations about sex and your sex life and how you feel and think about it. But at the end of the day, like be you, like don't let nobody else dictate who you are and where you wanna go. Cause you have to live with your consequences, like no one else. You have to live with your decision. So when your friend is telling you he got five bodies and you tell him you only got one or zero and he's laughing at you, at the end of the day, you're gonna find somebody that might just accept you for your one and you might they might not accept you for your five. You know what I mean? Like be you, just be real. Nobody else not bothered about it. Your mama not gonna love you less. Your dad not gonna love you less. Like ain't nobody not gonna love you less. You gonna still be you at the end of the day, no matter what you do. So really and truly screw them and their opinion. Yeah. Keep putting that is on on period period. (laughs) and that's on period well guys thank you so much for this riveting conversation i brought out the sat word word (laughs) (laughs) but um we are just so happy and excited for all the wisdom you have shared with us um i can't i mean i ain't gonna speak for my sister that you open all our eyes as some things that we didn't even think to consider. Yeah. Um, and again, like I mentioned previously in this podcast, that from a virgin standpoint, we only have a certain worldview in some respect. It's limited in certain areas. So thank you for expanding our worldview tonight and opening our eyes to see these things. And I know our listeners will appreciate that as well. So, listeners, um, <laughs> um, this concludes our podcast. Um, if you want to connect with us, we have now three social media platforms as well as our website. Um, all of them, but, but I think Twitter goes by on the VL. Yes. Timmy, what is Twitter? On What's the VL one, because they had to add the one in there. On the VL one. <laughs> See, we <laughs> so we try to be diverse, y'all. We have the one. Y'all on y'all toes. Um, but we just hope y'all enjoy this podcast and something resonates um with you. Um, again, thank you, Jalen and Alexa. Thank you guys, and Michael, so much. and Woo-hoo, thank, thank you. Anytime. Yeah, and yeah. Thank you.